Hey folks and welcome to another episode of PodCraft. This is a show all about podcasting, from launching a show to growing your audience and everything in between. I'm Colin from thepodcasthost.com, joined by Matthew. How are you doing, Matthew? Splendid, thanks Colin. How are you? Yeah, not bad actually, not bad. I was just I was just moaning, wasn't I, just before we came off, uh, came on the recording. Uh, I had uh, the worst thing possible. Quick podcast tip here. Do not eat a full baked camembert uh, the night before you're due to record a podcast because I currently have uh, the most horrendous heartburn and having to clear my throat all the time, which is you know, lovely, <laughs> but practical tip, practical tip. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, volcanic levels of heartburn. Yeah, I did the same uh, at the weekend. I didn't have a podcast to record, but uh, I had um, (laughs) had a load of bread and cheese, melted cheese and like balsamic vinegar, olive oil and that on the Saturday night. And I woke up like one in the morning um, and it was genuinely like borderline paramedic territory. So uh, (laughs) I had to go downstairs, get a wee bit of charcoal, get a cup of tea and make my way back to bed. But yeah, that stuff could kill you, can't it? Yeah, it's 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 it constantly surprises me. Um, despite the fact that I know this fine, how much food can affect your voice? How much it can affect like how you sound? And so I, I don't know how I sound just now, but I don't feel like my voice is the same as all it normally is. There's just all this kind of uh, I don't know stuff blocking it up or something. It's weird. Glorious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah twelve twelve pints makes my voice sound funny for some reason yeah yeah, that's yeah I've heard that before good job I've only had the eight just now it's only back at nine in the morning so yeah exactly (laughs) yeah so you've got time the rest of the day (laughs) so what are we covering today Matthew yeah the glorious world of video podcasting so thought we'd have a wee chat about this didn't we because there's been a few developments in the video podcasting realm over the past uh, probably six months or so and uh, I thought it was a good chance for us just to have a wee chat about it because I'm sure the listener will be interested, you know, does this mean that um, the future is video and the, the audio medium yeah. is uh, is going out the back door? So uh, we could dive into all that sort of good stuff on this episode, can't we? Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's a good time to look into it because it's on my mind pretty strongly just now as well. I think partly because I know you guys were looking into it. So you and Katie were doing a fair bit of um, chatting around how it's been used just now. Um, I saw that you were updating our article on uh, video podcasting. Where's that one again, Matthew? Do you want to remind people where they can find it? If they want a, if you want a guide to actually running a video podcast, whereabouts is that again, Matthew? Yeah, just go to thepodcasthost.com forward slash video and that'll take you to the full guide. So that, that covers everything. Uh, some of the stuff we're going to touch on today, but this isn't going to be a how-to. This is more just a discussion around it. But yeah, if you want um, full tips on how to record it and what to record it with and stuff like that, and even, yeah. you know, whether to do it or not. Yeah, I was going to say, that's what I want to jump into. It's whether people should do it, why you should do it, and, and how you might use it if you do. Because I think we all know how we can do a video podcast. I mean, you can do the basic, like you and me right now, we can see each other's face on our, our call recording tool right now. So you can record that video, you can put bits of that out there, you can put all of it out there, whatever you want. Or you can just, you know, chuck your phone up and record like two people in a studio or something. So Doing the video podcast, uh, again, yeah, go and have a look at thepodcasthost.com forward slash video for a guide on how we recommend. But it's more like, why? Like, would you, should you do it? Should you, because it is extra effort, um, both on the the visuals like doing the lighting and making sure it looks decent and all that kind of stuff um, and then the editing as well it causes more kind of hassle during the edit to make sure that's done well so it's it's whether you should do it isn't it and i think the other reason it's on my mind as well is that 
it has come up a lot, like in podcast movement in um, or in October, just by, just past when we were in Dallas for that. So much chat about it, like everyone's talking about it. All the tools are adding video tools, and I just wonder. I've always been a bit skeptical of this. I don't know, Matthew. Like, I, I just wonder whether it's just, you know, it sounds good. And a lot of people think, oh yeah, I do you want to add video in? But then my experience, and I think, I don't know if this resonates with you, Matthew, is that a lot of people do start doing a bit of video and they start putting it out on YouTube, they start putting a bit on social, and actually it just doesn't get that much engagement at all. Most of the time when you put it on YouTube, people stop it within a month because of the extra hassle and the fact that it just doesn't actually resonate with folk. Like, what's your experience there, Matthew? Yeah, I think there's multiple ways to look at it, isn't there? Like, there's ways of um, getting your your video content on YouTube without, you know, almost any extra work. Um, yeah. If we talk about, you know, static image type videos and stuff like that, yeah. um, I certainly think there's no harm in being on YouTube because it is such a popular, uh, you know, it's the, they they call it the second biggest search engine in the world, don't they? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But there yeah. are obviously caveats again. You know, no no harm to be found on there, but being on there doesn't necessarily mean anyone's going to watch or listen to your stuff. There's probably <laughs> there's probably some good do's and don'ts as well to make sure that yeah. you're optimising that, isn't there? So one of the questions I'd like to ask you, Colin, because this is like this is something that's been long debated in podcasting is like can can a video even be a podcast? Like technically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the answer to that is yes, isn't it? Because some platforms do allow you to post a video as a podcast and some listening apps allow you to watch video in the listening app. So there are definitely, there is such a thing as a video podcast, I think, officially. But I, do, but, but I suppose this is the part where I'm always sceptical. I just don't see that as... I. I you can deliver a podcast that way, but it's just not the same thing, is it? Like a podcast is something, the power of podcasting has always been, to me, the fact that it is there in the background as something that you can listen to, get entertainment, education, inspiration, motivation, while you're doing something else. And it doesn't take all of your attention. Like you can be driving a car, you can be walking a dog, you can cook in your dinner, ironing your clothes, all of that stuff. And as soon as you have a video podcast, it just takes all that away. You might as well just watch a TV program or YouTube or whatever. It just takes it away from a l- so many of the benefits of podcasting to me. It's, does that, does that, re- <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, I, I think that's true about video, whether that video is a podcast or not. Because um, mm. if we think about like video podcasting, you know, the, the boring technical definition of like it's delivered via RSS and that, that's existed <laughs> pretty much as long as, as audio podcasting, as far as I'm yeah. aware. Yeah. Uh, so you've yes. always had video podcasting. It's just been such a tiny little corner in the medium. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you could get video podcasts delivered uh, via iTunes for, for mm-hmm. many, many years. Now Spotify's yep. jumped in with their own uh, video delivery service so you can get uh, you can get video podcasts on Spotify now uh, as long as they're hosted on Anchor we'll dive into that a wee bit more and then Mm -hmm. YouTube you know you've always had videos of podcasts on YouTube you've got all the videos of Joe Rogan doing his podcast Mm -hmm. that I've always I've always 
claimed, you know, it's a video of a podcast. It's not the podcast itself. And I know that, that most, <laughs> almost any podcast listener won't care about that. I have reasons for saying it because it's all about accessibility on all the other platforms as well. I just want to be sure that nobody thinks, you know, I've uploaded my podcast to YouTube. That's fine. You know, I, I want to make sure that people are uh, getting out there onto the other listening platforms too to, yeah, to maximize yeah. their reach. But with, with yeah. YouTube getting into podcasts now, uh, I don't necessarily think that's changed my thoughts on podcasting and YouTube. I think it needs to, from from the way I've been able to look at it, because it's US only at the time of recording, mm-hmm. and it just seems to me, I, I dare say they'll roll out a lot more features. It's just like reskinned version of your standard YouTube channel. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, we might have a channel, it's the Podcraft podcast, and it's almost like skinned up to be a podcast, but it's just a YouTube channel. Um, and there'll, there'll be like podcast discovery pages and stuff, and that's really cool. But again, it's yeah. it's it's within that walled garden of YouTube, so it's it's not um it's not affecting in any way your podcast on any of the other platforms. So you're still going to need to be uploading that uh, to a hosting provider and and pushing it out to yeah. to everywhere that people listen to podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the question, isn't it? Like. Which we should say, right? Let's let's cover this. We've laid this out from a. We're going to cover it from a listener point of view, and then from a podcaster point of view. A eh? so like around whether listeners actually want this, how listeners use video, and then like, as a podcaster, like why you might good reasons to do it, the types of video that you can put out there that might be useful, um, and then just a little around how you might want to deliver it as well. So. We'll try and cover both sides, but that really interests me. That whole on YouTube, the fact that the the argument for it that I always hear is from the listener point of view. So let's look at the listeners first. the The way that people consume it on YouTube, people tell me that they put on, you know, Joe Rogan, like you say. So he's removed all his videos from YouTube now, isn't he? Because he's Spotify exclusive, has some clips on there, I think. But his old episodes, he used to do the whole thing. And people essentially just loaded up that channel, played it in the background, and then just did something else. So they were using it like an audio podcast. That was the thing that always drove me a bit crazy about it. The fact that it was, well, I shouldn't say that. It doesn't drive me crazy. It was the fact that um, like people will consume this audio in any way. And I'm not in any way that one of these old fashioned um, like curmudgeons that says, if it's not got an RSS feed, then it's not a podcast. That's nonsense. People will consume their audio um, or their podcasts in whatever way they are. And podcasts aren't only podcasts if they're on RSS feeds. So that is still a podcast, but it's just a funny way. People think that they're going to get extra reach or grow more on YouTube, but it felt more like because of that use case that people were just kind of they're not getting the benefits of listening in a listening app, for example. Like as a podcaster, I would want them to get away from YouTube and listen to me in the listening app because then, you know, new episodes show up really easily and they don't have to go and search for me on YouTube every single time, that kind of stuff. So it was just a funny one that I, I so anyway, let's get into it. You've done more investigation around this um, to find out more about it. Um, and I'm really interested, part, partly because the other reason I was I was going to say earlier was that we're looking at this for Alitu in particular right now as well, like adding in video into Alitu. It's something that is really heavily requested um, by our, our users. Partly they want to be able to see each other in the call recorder, which I totally understand and we'll be adding that in the near future to be at least able, able to see each other's faces to make those conversations more dynamic. But partly... 
recording it as well for use in certain ways, whether it's posting that whole video or whether it's posting little clips to social. So I want to hear what you're saying about all this to see whether we should be looking at it anyway. So, so do you want to get into some of the, some of the stats, some of the research you did around this? Where, where could we start? Sure thing, yeah. So when I was uh, when I was trying to get up to speed on all this for the, the big update of our article, I found a really good uh, study recently, some really cool data. So this is Cumulus Media and Signal Health Insights, fall 2020, fall, uh, autumn here in Scotland, um, which lasts nine <laughs> months. So uh, this was a survey of 603 <laughs> weekly podcast listeners and nearly a third of the podcast audience surveyed preferred to actively watch a podcast with a video component. So that 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 is people literally sitting down and, and like looking at the podcast happening, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean that's interesting. So a third of people, but that does mean two thirds of people are just using YouTube as a listening app. Mm. Well that <laughs> like a third isn't actually a very large proportion of of all those people. So we we do kind of we get a breakdown of where people are like watching podcasts if you like. Uh, okay, but on cool. that on that first uh, note, consumers were asked their preference for three podcast experiences. So audio only without any video that was forty three percent. That was the majority. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing video in the background or minimise on the device whilst listening twenty nine percent. So that is folk that yep. there's no need for it to be a video component, but. For some reason, yeah. they, they're doing it anyway. It's just um, a different actively. listening spot, yeah. Yep. And then there's that actively watch whilst listening, 28%. Yeah. And then they went on to talk 28%. about uh, where do people watch podcasts? So 35% of weekly podcast listeners who prefer podcasts. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Sorry, Matthew. Let me go back. I just, I, just, to, just to point out, that's a bit... Um, I'm just a, a maths curmudgeon. Nearly a third, like 28% is closer to a quarter than a third. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, it's slightly inflating it there. So only close to a quarter uh, only actively watch while listening. So one in four people almost, 28% rather than 33. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, just just being uh, pedantic there. Go for no, it. No, no, you're quite <laughs> right. Quite right to point that out. I'm sure that was their word then. Uh, Look at me just absolving myself of any <laughs> of any blame because obviously I'd never make a mistake. Um, where do people watch podcasts? So thirty five percent of people who like the video podcasts and stuff. Thirty five percent of people who watch video podcasts name YouTube as the podcast platform that they use the most. This is with Spotify in second place at 21% and Apple Podcasts third on 9%. So Apple have been plugging away at this for many, many years and they've just got 9% of the share there. Uh, You compare it to audio-only podcast data, you've got Apple top on 30%, Spotify second with 24% and YouTube third with 6%. So yeah, there's still that 6% going on YouTube to just get audio-only content, which... Yeah. It's a bit funny. Yeah. It's a bit funny, but people will go where they want to go, I suppose, won't they? Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Spotify are they're obviously doing okay with that video component then. They've they've got twenty one percent of the share there. Yeah, already. Already, because it's not been it's not been active that long. But I mean I suppose the bottom line here with these stats, again that's a decent sample size and it shows you that um the appetite for video podcasting is there, uh, undeniably. Yeah. 
Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah sorry, I, 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 that my moan about the third thing, which I'm sure wasn't their fault. Um, it's good data here. It's a good survey. It's really interesting stuff here. So yeah, it's really it's it's valuable. This like knowing this because I don't think I've not seen stats on this anywhere else. So yeah, okay, but but I mean, I would still suggest that this this says that the majority of people um, still actually don't actively watch and i would i would even inter- it'd be interesting to kind of dig into those actively watch people so like that 28 percent um a little over a quarter of people actively watching like are they really actively watching or do they have um their ipad propped up on the counter while they're cooking dinner and they are like glancing over at it every now and again uh, but really they're doing something else and kind of using it like a podcast yeah like are you watching this cynical. like you'd yeah. watch like a I don't know a complicated film um, yeah are you sitting down on the couch and literally just staring at it constantly staring at Joe Rogan constantly for two and a half hours as he talks to Elon Musk and it's just the two faces like flicking back and forth <laughs> I think do you know I th- I think that's part of my trouble with it. The fact that really podcasting as well, the way that people make them and the kind of format that we tend to follow, it's just not that interesting a watch. Like, do you really want to watch two people just facing each other and staring at each other for an hour, for two hours? Even well-produced video as well. So like, we're taking Joe Rogan as as an example here a lot, but... His, he invested a lot of money in a studio in two or three different camera angles in like actual live production. So somebody there like switching between the speakers and showing a wider view and making it as interesting as it possibly is to watch two people just chatting to each other. Um, and even then, it's still just like, it's not exactly very dynamic. I don't know. Yeah. The way, do you think as well, like, do you think we we make a big assumption that video means interview shows? Because, I mean, if you think about it, video could lend itself mm-hmm. really well to 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 certain podcasts. Um, uh-huh, a yeah. how-to podcast on a very like physical thing, a very tangible thing, cooking, mm, for example. Yeah. Um, yes. You know, you you've got a video component there that could be really useful. Um, so I think I think we usually assume that video podcasting, like you say, it just means two big heads on camera, and yeah, it's really yeah. quite dull. But um, I could yes. see I could see examples where you might be doing a solo show and you might be demonstrating something, and video mm. could could actually come in pretty handy for you. Absolutely, yeah. So I mean, if it comes to something like that, then that, for sure there's an absolute, really legitimate use case for it at that point. But then it begs the question, um, is this actually, is this topic actually suited to podcasting, given that even of these, um, of these, like this third of people or 28% of people that want to watch while listening, um, it's, it's such a small proportion of people. Like, would, would they be better just having a, like an accompanying demonstration video? So you talk something through the way that people normally do in a podcast, and then you have a demo video that actually just shows the active bits. Um, you know, if you're cooking something, you're going to do a bit of chat around it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, 
I, I'm, I'm not like, that's the thing as well. Like we do, we do podcasting, but we also do video, like we do YouTube. So I use YouTube for things that are more visual, like to demonstrate how to use um, Alitu or Audacity or showing off a mic and how it plugs into a mixer and stuff like that. And I would, I just wouldn't put that on a podcast because it doesn't suit that format. Podcasting is for conversations and, <clears throat> and, and words and, you know, talking things through, not showing things <laughs> so. I, 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 I get you i suppose just I, I guess my thought is like podcasters are in the main very creative people and i'm sure like podcasters will always find ways that they could make something work really well on both yeah. and i think it's just yeah. good therefore yeah. that there is the option to to easily create video and to easily yeah, push yeah. it out and make it available in all these different platforms, I think that's a good thing. I yeah. think that's a really good thing. Um, I, 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 I share yeah. your like caution on that, that. There's a hype train around like videos the future, and we must do video, and like <laughs> you know, it's this just really one dimensional like drive towards. Um, you know, all, all your problems will be solved if you just bang your full episode up on YouTube, um, which yeah. obviously isn't the case. But I, I think podcasters are, are creative folks, and they'll. You know, some of them will yeah. use this really well. They'll come up with ways to do yeah. it really well, I think. So Yeah. Yeah, no, I I absolutely agree. And I think it it is a really good idea for podcasters to use video in some way to help grow their show, to offer their audience more value, to, you know, combine it. I think I think that's where I'm getting to though, is the fact that it feels like a lot of the hype right now is about trying to transform podcasting from what it is just now what why it has its power that kind of background audio that you can do anytime and get those in-depth conversations and and the only reason people listen to two hour three hour four hour you know podcast interviews is because they can be doing something else at the same time whereas there's nothing wrong with like we don't need to lever video into podcasting because video always already exists in a really good way on YouTube and elsewhere. Like I think that's I think that's where I'm getting to. Like they don't need to be the same thing. They can be separate things and we can have as a podcaster, we can have a podcast which is primarily audio, all audio, and then we can have a YouTube channel which complements it and we can send people from one to the other and and do a 30-minute audio interview and go and record a three-minute bit of video that goes alongside it and then talk about the video from the audio to send people there to see the visuals. And I feel like there's something around, um, you know, tool providers, software companies. There's something about around the industry knowing that they can potentially um, get more marketing power, charge more for services if they can put more tools into what we've got. So like adding video into podcasting tools is like a good kind of hype builder. And it's a good way of saying, right, we're going to add this in. So you need it because you need a video podcast and therefore we can charge a bit extra for that. And this isn't calling anyone out. This is like something we're looking at as well. Like This is just the way industries work. But I, my worry is that it kind of get it, it hypes up podcasters themselves into thinking that they need to do it because of all of that. And I'm just not sure they do, to be honest. I think we can have them separately and keep them separately. But maybe I'm just a curmudgeon again. I'm no, just, uh, well, I'm the curmudgeon around here. There's only room for one, I'm afraid. Um, True, we can both. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get a lay of the land then for um, folks who are uh, stepping into podcasting right now because we always get really useful data for your podcast planner tool 
Um, so I was just taking a wee look at that before we hit record. So we've got a question on there about video podcasting and, and whether people plan to go down that route. So at the moment, uh, 353 people have responded to this. So that's a decent wee sample size as well. 52% plan to do an audio only podcast, but 45 plan to do audio and video and 3% plan to do video only. So, um, Oh, there's oh. A, a decent whack of folk wanting to do both there, isn't there? Yeah, so they want to repurpose it essentially, like they'll release an audio only and a video only version. And I kind of, I suppose that means that su- suggests to me what we talked about there, which is that it doesn't need the video, does it? Like they're going to just do an interview style show, like we're doing here, mm-hmm. um, and they'll have the video as a kind of if people want to watch and see your face. But you can listen to just the audio and you won't miss anything as well. Is that the, do you think that's the case? Yeah, I reckon so. I reckon so. Um, but I like the thought that uh, somewhere out there there'll be people wanting to do something a bit more creative around it. And again, yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm no, not saying I, you I, can't I do this well, but yeah. Uh, yeah. it has its limitations. I like the thought of like yeah. uploading, you know, imagine we started uploading these episodes, but we used video footage from another podcast so it was like rogan talking to wim hoff or something but it was our audio imagine we uploaded that i suppose you probably get taken down for copyright or that but um it'd be funny though to, to see if anyone actually noticed or not yeah we'll try and overdub someday and go and find another good video podcast and try and do our own uh, accents over the top of it and uh, try and match it to their their mouth movements yeah so in your own time calling 30 deep breaths and then hold for Two minutes. What's your Wim Hof yeah, exactly. breath hold record? Just to very briefly go off topic. I, ha- I haven't ever tried. You never tried it. Never tried it. <laughs> no, no. I've, Once I've, hit I've never done minutes. any Wim Hof stuff. Yeah. Get yourself <laughs> out minutes. there in the cold water. You live in Inverness. You've got all the locks. Holy moly! Did um, you not pass out? No, no. It was fine. I say it was fine. It was probably a bit blue. <laughs> <That sounds unhealthy. laughs> um, okay. So should should everyone do video then? That that was a question of uh, okay got yeah, down here. Yeah. So yeah, so even though I'm kind of skeptical around the way that I suppose um, people are hyping it, that I think there definitely is a lot of use for video in podcasting alongside podcasting. I should say so. Yeah. Um, well, what do you think? Should everyone do video? Have it, you're the one that did the research. Tell me. Tell me. Yeah, I think there's almost no situation in podcasting where someone should do something you know apart from like yeah. things like hit and record <laughs> um there, there's <laughs> there's very few blanket like you need to do this isn't there like it, it, it's also yeah. dependent and i i know people maybe get frustrated with those answers like it depends but it's, mm. it's always mm. true you know it's what works for you it's what works for your audience and maybe the only way you will find that out for sure is by trying it a wee bit yeah, for sure. And I think it depends a bit on the type of video you do as well. So the way I've not seen it working is people just taking a video of two faces on screen and just posting that wholesale to YouTube. That mm-hmm. does not seem to do very well at all. And we've got plenty of examples out there. Um, in fact, uh, Mark from um, Captivate, a good friend of ours, uh, wrote an article uh, about their experiments in it. So go over and have it. We'll stick that in the show notes because it was a really good article actually on what they had done in video and why they decided to stop it. Um, and there's loads of examples around there uh, who yeah, of just people who have tried it and just abandoned it. But if you can do video that um, looks a bit better than average, uh, 
Well, do you know what? I don't even need to say that. No, I don't think it even does need to. Where I'm going is, where I think it works well is clips and highlights and, and showcasing what's in your show. Because that's the, the one downside of podcasting, isn't it? Or not the one. <laughs> one of the downsides of podcasting is the fact that it's long-form content. We are speaking, we've already spoke for nearly half an hour here. Um, if somebody finds this for the first time, getting them, there's inertia, there's a barrier to people getting to know us and finding out how good the content is. And they'll be like, oh, it sounds like it might be useful, but I can't afford half an hour just now that I'll maybe waste because it might be a bunch of crap. <laughs> so that is the place where video, I think, works really well. If you can take like a minute long clip or a three minute long clip and post that elsewhere so that people can actually get a sense of what your podcast is about, what you're about, what what we kind of talk about together, you know, get a sense of the culture, the values, the beliefs, all that kind of stuff around the people that do the podcast, what kind of information they talk about, how they talk about it, that can draw people in to actually listen to the full length podcast. To me, that's one of the really valuable uses of video. And you don't even need to be of great quality for that either. Like you can just have a basic two heads on a screen um, for that because it's really about the audio uh, and the faces you can put up with that kind of quality like just two heads on a screen for a minute two minutes three minutes as long as you pick a good bit of content the speech itself is really engaging so have you yeah what do you think Matthew is that uh, that one use at least <laughs> yeah and I mean that does suggest as well that video podcasting might be more about uh, visibility and finding new listeners than it is about serving your existing audience because if you've been running a show for for months or years and you've got your audience you know that are subscribed to you on all the the listening apps they probably like most of them probably don't care whether you're doing video or not because they're getting your your episodes they're putting their earbuds on and they're consuming them so it's probably not the case that like video podcast my audience, my existing audience will love this. It's more that visibility side mm-hmm. of it. And therefore you need to think about making it more searchable, more digestible. And that does yeah. suggest shorter, cl- shorter clips rather than just full episodes, doesn't it? So what are the, yeah. suppose yeah. what, what Colin are the, the common types of video podcasts that we see out there? Yeah, I mean, you see people doing a few different kinds, don't you? You've got the standard kind of webcam recordings, like exactly what we're doing just now. So it's just me and you both staring at our webcams, like kind of looking at each other, but not really. (laughs) Um, And you just have a like a 30 minute, 60 minute recording of that. So that's one way. Um, And you can post that wholesale. Some people do. Or you can take up clips of that and post uh, like one minute, 30 second clips of those. And that can work just fine. Um, you can do the static image version. So actually just a picture and that is it. You just put one picture and you paste it over, uh, like you put it on a, you know, a slideshow, a PowerPoint or something, and you paste the audio over the top of that. So that's a bit boring, obviously. It's just like a very static slideshow. It doesn't go anywhere, just one image. Um, and the way that tools, um, try to jazz that up was the whole audiograms, wasn't it, Matthew? Like what, how would you describe an audiogram? A dynamic waveform uh, with your cover art in the background and possibly some uh, closed captions over it as well. So uh, yeah. that'd be my yeah. my most succinct yeah. definition, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> yeah, you've still got the static, Im- static image, but you've got a waveform that bounces about, kind of reflects the audio. And yeah, you're right. That's a good point, actually. The, the, the words makes a big difference too. Like if you can have the transcription on there too, that can make it more dynamic. And it means that it's a bit more interesting to watch, but still you don't really need to watch it. It's just 
audio with a slightly dynamic, more visual thing put onto it. <laughs> um, and I suppose the final part is just actually, they're all kind of suggest full length, but micro content type approach to that. So you can get away with just chopping it up and just posting little bits of it. Yeah. So that's, that's the types, isn't it? Any other you can think of or does that cover them? Just on the static images there, I do remember like a few years ago, there was a lot of debate around whether YouTube, uh, before they'd, you know, ever mentioned the word podcast, and there was a lot of debate around whether YouTube liked people uploading like static image, you know, an hour and a half podcast mm. episode, and it's just the cover art. Yeah. And some people yeah. argued that uh, YouTube don't like that and you shouldn't do it. But uh, now that they've like, you know, got this like, podcasting section uh in, in the US at the moment. Uh they, yeah. that is one of their one of their recommendations. Like they, they do recommend that you that you record your video if you can, but they're like, if you don't want to do that, just put a static image one up. So they're totally happy with that. Really? But um from okay. a listener point of view, uh yeah, like if it if it's easy enough to push it up there, which it is, uh then by all means do it. But I wouldn't expect to get much traffic through it at all. Yeah, I suppose that depends on how YouTube grows as a listening platform too, doesn't it? Like that's all kind of up in the air right now, what YouTube are going to do to try and grow themselves as an audio only platform. Um, It might just be another place where you post, like we always recommend Apple Podcasts and Spotify are the two big ones right now. If you cover them, you cover 90 plus percent, but maybe in a year's time, we'll be saying like, make sure you're on Apple Apple Podcasts, Spotify and YouTube because they're Mm. all like a third each or something. You never know. Yeah, like right right now. This is such an early iteration. They they could could do so much more with it and they might, uh, or they might not. You know, they might like yeah, six months yeah. down the line just say, forget that, we're scrapping it. So yeah. who knows? Yeah, exactly. Who knows? Yeah, it's happened before, happened before. Um, I just realised I missed out that one of the kind of um, best examples of uh, types of video podcasting is actually that higher produced one. And there are plenty of them. Like we've mentioned Rogan a few times now. That's a higher production. They had an actual studio with different camera angles, live switching, you know, make it look a bit better. It's more like a TV programme. It's more like an actual... You know, you watch, um, what would it be like, uh, Oprah Winfrey or something like that, where it's two people sitting in a kind of living room type setup um, and you have a much more professional looking thing. I think that's where it becomes maybe a bit more um, valuable to put it on YouTube because it's something that you could watch as a TV program. But equally, the audio on its own is just as valuable too, because actually the visuals don't, um, they're not essential they maybe enhance it, seeing the kind of facial expressions and the body language and things like that, but the audio in its own is fine too. So that takes a lot though. That like takes a proper kind of expensive setup for all the cameras. It takes um, a lot more editing to put all the angles in and stuff like that. So it's certainly that's for maybe a later stage podcaster. On the subject of like actually uploading a video podcast, if we look aside from youtube at this moment in time like i say youtube's its own thing it's its own walled garden if you're looking yeah. to, to actually upload something that's a uh, video content and people are going to be able to find it in certain uh, listening yeah. apps that support video podcasts and then i know that castos and podbean are two of the hosting providers that uh, that you can upload your video to there are more options than that obviously but those are the two that, that kind of jump to mind and with Spotify's new offerings as well, you need to host uh, your show on Anchor, which is their kind of their podcast hosting service. Uh, Anchor's not the best hosting provider, as as we've discussed in the past. It's not the most robust. Uh, 
I see examples at breaking quite a lot. Um, I remember it totally broke on Overcast, and the the guy that runs Overcast was was having a bit of a a, a wee Mark, moan at them. Mark uh, Overcast, yeah. rightly so. <laughs> so it's not the most robust host. So I wouldn't recommend if you wanted to do a, say a Spotify only video podcast. I wouldn't recommend moving your podcast anchor to do it. What I would do instead. Um, and I kind of tested this out and it, it seems to me, correct me if I'm wrong, it seems to be the sort of best approach is just create like, you know, we could create a podcast, the video series on Anchor and we could upload our videos to, to, to Anchor and it would be available as a video podcast on Spotify. So it would be its own little podcast um, and you would just want to name it so that the two podcasts weren't uh, being confused with one another. Weren't competing. But um, yeah. the, the only... One of the wee downsides you would find of that, it wouldn't end up appearing in Apple Podcasts or that because you have to submit it and therefore all the other directories. But like say Google yeah. Podcasts is going to find that feed and, and make it available. So what you might find is like the odd person Googles your show and the video version comes up on Google Podcasts, but they can't see the video. Yeah. It just plays the audio. So uh, that's a kind of wee quirk that you might find there. But I mean, that's very minimal, I suppose. Sorry, I was just going to say, if you're desperate to run a Spotify, like a video podcast on Spotify, then yeah, you're probably probably as well saying like, I'm going to sacrifice listenership elsewhere. I'm going to go Spotify only. And you're right, Anchor's not um, necessarily the most fully featured host and everything, but still, it do the job. But aye, you're, you're kind of limiting your reach a bit that way, aren't you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, I mean, yeah. if, if you're doing any video like you should put it on YouTube. Like, it's just a no-brainer, isn't it? Like, YouTube's <laughs> yeah, such a... Yeah. So even if you've got that video podcast uh, component available out there on various listening apps, do YouTube as well, because you've made the video, you might as well. Um, and YouTube mm. podcasting, as we've just said, it remains to be seen what happens with that. It's still not technically a podcast on there if you want to get into the whole RSS thing, because, uh, again, I, I just want to keep stressing that I think the the risk here or the pitfall here is that people, new new podcasters, start to believe that they could just upload their podcast on YouTube and that's fine. And that obviously limits them because they're not being found anywhere else. So I think I think that's why I keep stressing that. It's not to be the well actually RSS feed guy. It's just that, <laughs> that there is yeah, a there is yeah. a risk that you're just gonna end up being available in one single place where there's there's a lot more opportunity out there. So Yeah, yeah. But I mean it's it's interesting that yeah, it's a problem for us all to solve as podcasters or the industry, perhaps. But that's started to happen a fair bit more with Spotify as well, isn't it? Like there's a mm-hmm. lot more podcasts these days are only on Spotify because people are coming to podcasting through Spotify, which is brilliant. Like it's I'm not complaining about this at all because Spotify have done a lot to make to help make podcasting more mainstream over the last few years. Um and so people start up a show just in Spotify. They've never even heard of Apple Podcasts potentially, and that's the only place to put it. So it's just around, I suppose, education, making sure people realise that there's other places that you can post it that help you get higher reach. Um, but yeah, YouTube will make that even more complicated, I guess. But that's just that just helps us to uh, make more education content, isn't it? We need to get it out there that people can make these podcasts and put it in all sorts of places to to reach as many people as possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One other we uh, frequently asked question, I suppose, around video podcasting that's existed for many years, this question is, you know, having a video podcast and an audio podcast, there's a risk of splitting your downloads because they are essentially two different entities. 
So mm-hmm. this might hypothetically affect something like sponsorship. Like if you're um, if you're doing the, the CPM model, so it's important that you calculate your, your downloads within a certain length of time and present that to your advertisers. You could yeah. have two different podcasts, two different download numbers. Um, the counter argument to that is, uh, you know, a thing called a calculator. You could just total up the two <laughs> the two downloads um, and add them <laughs> yeah. together and present it in your media kit, and that be that be very easily solved. Again, that depends on how reasonable the the advertisers are. But anecdotally speaking, I would say that uh, audio downloads are always going to almost always going to dwarf uh, video views when we're talking about podcasting and with folks that have a YouTube channel, maybe around their podcast, again, this is anecdotal, but you tend to find like you've got maybe one video that's absolutely blown up. Maybe they've interviewed someone in their niche that's, that's pretty famous or has shared it out. Mm-hmm. And you've got this mm-hmm. one video that's like massive, you know, loads of views. And then a lot of their other episodes are just very minimal. So mm-hmm. with your audio content, I know you still get those spikes to an extent, but it's it's probably going to be a bit more balanced, isn't it? A bit more, yeah, yeah, yeah. The video might be a bit more spiky, but I mean that's that shows, I suppose, the one of the benefits of posting your videos elsewhere is that they can catch fire. Sometimes they can go a bit viral and kind of promote your audio version of it. Presuming you can persuade people to move over and start listening to the audio version, so yeah, yeah. And it, it remain again. It remains to be seen as well what YouTube do about that because again, at the moment. You know, they're wanting you to put your podcast on YouTube and stuff like that. But in your podcast itself, it'd be good practice to to be trying to get those those viewers, if you like, off of YouTube and then a, a listening app, you know, to subscribe there, um, which, you know, that, that factors in then to your total downloads in your hosting provider. So yeah. it'd be good practice to yeah. do that. But that means that, you know, YouTube have just got loads of people trying to get people off of YouTube. So it's a weird thing, whether they care about that, you know, they're, they're a massive platform anyway, they might just not care. So who knows? I think, I think they do. I think they very much care on that. Yeah. This, I think probably adding podcasting, the only, they're, they're thinking it's going to add a whole, but a whole new vertical of people who will be addicted and head to YouTube regularly to listen to their podcasts. So there'll be something around that. Like all of these platforms, same with Spotify. Um, their whole model will be to try and keep people on their platform and not go anywhere else. So that's exactly, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how YouTube start to treat that. So again, um, like this uh, this episode, it's obviously, this hasn't been like a how to do a video podcast guide and we, we want to refer you to thepodcasthost.com forward slash video uh, where you'll find the full guide to that, you know, how to record it, what equipment to use and, and stuff like that. But uh, have we got some uh, key takeaways or, or you want to kind of summarise this episode, Colin? <laughs> Don't do video, fine. <laughs> anyway see you next episode no no, no. <laughs> no i mean i think it's it's clear that some listeners that there is there's a proportion of listeners that want a video they they're they're actively watching so even if it is just a quarter that's still a quarter of people that will be more engaged potentially by consuming your video content so if you can do it in a way that doesn't take you a whole lot of extra time then potentially it is worth it, but I think probably the the best way to use it is in that kind of more sharing the highlights type of approach, in my opinion, um, by finding like 30 second, 60 second clips or even up to a few minutes and sharing those on social, whether that's, you know, um, 
basic kind of Twitter or Instagram for the short clips or sharing it on places like, you know, YouTube shorts or Instagram reels, that kind of thing for the slightly longer ones. Those kind of things can draw people into your world potentially. So um, yeah, I think, I think that's probably my thoughts on it. What about you, Matthew? What's your sum up? Yeah, I just want to kind of fight the corner for audio and reassure the listener, particularly the listener who um, just plans to stick audio, uh, that, you know, I, I wrote at the start jokingly there, video killed the podcasty star uh, in reference yeah. to the, the song. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of these things where we're seeing a lot of hype about video, almost to the point where some people believe that video will just remove audio and it will just become video and i would argue that there's there's always going to be a place for audio because it has these very unique strengths you talked a lot about them at the start of the episode calling the their hands free eyes free uh the intimacy of audio and and the fact that you could um dig into some really long form content as well that's just like that's these are strengths audio that you're not getting in the other sort of content mediums on the flip yeah, side, yeah. that's not to say that video doesn't have a lot of strengths too, which we've covered, as the written content. Mm-hmm. So we look at these as like collaborated, collaborative mediums rather than uh, you do one or the other yeah. and, and they compete. And we've always argued that, Con, because, I mean, your, yeah, your content sure. stacking series uh, was written, I don't know, six or seven years ago, and that, that was the essence of that guide, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Going back to that and and sort of what I said earlier as well, it's it's video is great and audio is great and text is great and they all work really well together, but they're not all the same. I think that's the trouble. I think that's where I become cynical is people trying to repurpose it in a kind of dumb way, as in just copy and paste. Take this audio, put a picture over it and post it to YouTube or take this audio and it's the visuals are adding absolutely no value. Like it's just seeing you and me staring at our webcams it just adds no value to the podcast itself. But if you can figure out a way to do your audio in a way that perfectly suits audio, big, long, deep, wonderful conversations, and then you do your video in a way that suits video, you show shorter clips potentially that demonstrate what you're talking about or visualise things that you're talking about. That's brilliant. And then you write about them both and you do that in a way that works for writing. I think <laughs> I think that's why I keep coming back on this, like, and, and not being entirely convinced around video podcasting, because I think it, I think podcasting's podcasting, video is video, text is text. They're all brilliant. You should probably be doing them all if you want to get the most value, um, or give the most value to your audience and grow the biggest audience you can. But you need to do them all in a very separate way, I believe. I would I would love to hear some opinions on this. If you're out there listening, uh, please do get in touch. This is one place where I really do want some examples of people that are doing, because I'm sure there's people out there having real success with video versions of the podcast, whether it is the full episode, um, maybe completely contradicting all the things that I've just said, like a, just a webcam video that does really well on YouTube or something like that. So please do get in touch. I'd love to hear. Um, we've got a couple of ways. You can either... Um, Go to our website, go to thepodcasthost.com and hit the contact form and send us some examples by email that way, or go on to Twitter and uh, hit up the podcast host. That's the podcast host on Twitter and send us some examples there. That'd be great to hear. Twitter's still alive. 
Twitter's still alive, yeah, just about, just about. Um, and I'll just finish up by, I mentioned Alitude during the episode as well. Alitude is our podcast maker app designed to make it really easy to make your podcast. So if you want a place to go where you can do your call recording, does your audio cleanup for you, like noise reduction and leveling, you can edit right in there in our podcast specific uh, editor as well, cut out your mistakes and then post it off to our hosting too. So it's all in one these days, recording, editing and hosting. And you get transcripts right in there for free as well for accessibility and for starting up your show notes. So go over to alitu.com. That's A-L-I-T-U.com. You can create your first episode for free with the free trial. Um, give it a shot. Cheers, Matthew. That was good fun. Yeah, always good. Always good. So uh, yeah, on the next episode, I dare say we'll have one of our esteemed colleagues joining us again to talk yeah. through something. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I'm enjoying these ones actually. Listening to the um, the team talk through their expertise, it's been good fun. Better than listening to my, my so-called expertise. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> Nonsense, Matthew. You're expert in many ways. I was I was fishing there, fishing for compliments. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on that note, thank you very much for listening. Thanks for following along, and we'll see you on the next episode.